Cooking Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 76 of Curry in the Pot. I'm back again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back again with another episode, and I'm very, very excited for this episode that I got for you guys today. And this is actually the first time in first time in over a month since I've done an episode by myself. I had the Roundtable podcast. I had B Jones on here. I had Jalen Hunter on here. But I'm finally back again with another episode and I'm solo. And I know some of you guys like hearing me by myself. I know some of you guys like hearing the guys I collaborate with. But I'm back again by myself. So today is Thursday, February the 7th. I'm recording on Thursday, but you guys will get these vocals on Friday, February the 8th. And I'm very excited. We got the NBA trade deadline has just passed I'm recording at about 4.45 Eastern Time, so the trade deadline ended at about 3 p.m., and I want to talk about my favorite moves, some underrated moves, and I just want to chat with y'all, for real. We did have the Super Bowl on Sunday, we had the New England Patriots winning the 2019 Super Bowl over the Los Angeles Rams, sorry mom, had the Patriots winning. I know a lot of people said the game was boring and stuff like that, but I don't really think it was that boring. But I'm going to talk about that just briefly. We got uh, the All-Star Draft coming up. Uh, I probably won't talk too much about that because the draft is going to happen after I've already recorded. And uh, man, it's, it's, it's irrelevant, but it's relevant at the same time. So I'm not going to harp on that. But let's get into the trade deadline. And... Let's talk about the trade that did not happen, which was Anthony Davis supposedly going to get traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of things have happened, and they were in talks. Magic Johnson and Dale Demps, the general manager of the Pelicans, were in talks. And the Pelicans, they wanted the house from the Lakers. They wanted all five young players, including Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Evita Zubats. Josh Hart and they wanted four first round picks and I heard they wanted four seconds too so they were asking for they were just trying to bully the Lakers and and basically get over on the Lakers and I'm glad the Lakers stayed pat and I'm glad Magic Johnson took the offer off the table because me personally and I'm going to talk about that 42 point loss too at the Pacers but me personally I really love the young team and I don't I'm not a guy that is I'm not a guy that likes to just mortgage your future. That's what I wanted to say. Mortgage your future. And say the Lakers had did the deal, say the Pelicans had took the deal, all the young players, four first round picks. You cannot trade back to back number one picks in 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 each year. So you can't trade a 2019 and 2020 pick it would be 2019 2021 2023 2025 see then you're mortgaging your future around 2023 lebron james is not going to be here anymore so you just have what anthony davis i guess a bunch of filler parts and older anthony davis even around that time and you traded all young young assets and you can't even draft any young assets with your own picks so now you're stuck 
And the Pelicans also wanted the Lakers to take on a bad salary, which was Solomon Hill's contract. So, I know a lot of people are making fun of the Lakers because they didn't get Anthony Davis. And they're talking about this Celtics deal. And the Lakers were reportedly basically going against an offer, a theoretical offer. But now I've seen a a rumor out there that the Celtics plan to to offer the Pelicans, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, and three first-round picks, which isn't a bad deal. But I think the Lakers have a really good collection of young talent. And I was also watching First Things First. I don't really watch a lot of other shows. I might watch segments here and there, but I don't religiously watch shows. I don't religiously wake up and watch First Take and Undisputed. I know that's a part of some of you guys' routine, but I don't really do that. I'll peep segments here and there, see stuff on Twitter. But I'm really just I really just form my own opinion a lot of times. So, but I got to pay homage to Nick Wright, and he was talking about Jason Tatum uh, compared to Brandon Ingram. And will we be looking at Brandon Ingram in the same light as Jason Tatum if Brandon Ingram was playing under Brad Stevens, who was a remarkable head coach, a remarkable head coach. He gets the best out of all of his guys. You saw it last year when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals Game 7. Jason Tatum played unbelievable in the playoffs, dunked on LeBron. We saw Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's not even playing that good anymore now that his minutes are cut. Will we be looking at Brandon Ingram in the same light if he was on the Celtics? Would we? Seriously. Because I think Brandon Ingram would be playing a lot better and he wouldn't be asked to do some of the stuff that he's, you know, he, he's in a bad spot on the Lakers. I don't think, I'm not that high on Brandon Ingram, but the guy is young. He's 21. He doesn't turn 22 until September, I believe. Still pretty young. But we would be looking at him and Jason Tatum in the same light. Now, don't get me wrong. (laughs) I love me some Jason Tatum. Don't get me wrong. I love him. He's a really good, remarkable young player. He also went to Duke. Jason Tatum, Brandon, Duke guys. But just, just hear me out on that. And so, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate. Shoot, I would have loved to have Anthony Davis. But I wouldn't, wasn't trying to give up a King's ransom for that, man. Lakers, if you hear me. Let me get in that front office. So I'm going to move on to some trade, some big trades and a trade that I really like. My mo- my favorite trade of the deadline, well, right before the trade deadline was the Tobias Harris trade. And did you guys know that Tobias Harris is only one of three players to average 20 points and shoot 40% behind the three-point line. So, yeah, one of three players to shoot at least 49% from the field and 40% from the three-point line. Tobias Harris is having a remarkable year. I didn't really know. I didn't really anticipate this from this guy. I really didn't. But he's having a great year, and he's going to a good situation in Philly where he can compete. And the Sixers, they better go to the Eastern Conference Finals. This Eastern Conference Finals are bust for them at this point because you're picking up a guy who's just averaging 20. I know he was, you know, more of the focal point with the Clippers, but you got another guy who could score the ball and he can shoot. So now you have Ben Simmons. You still have J.J. Redick there, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. They even got Boban Marjanovic, too, in the trade. And they got Mike Scott, who was actually, for you Wizards fans that know, he was balling out during his time here with the Wizards. And... The Sixers also traded Markel Fox. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I'm going to talk about the Marcus Saw trade next. I think that was a really good move for the Raptors. But 
I don't really know the big difference between Marcus All and uh, Jonas uh, Valanciunas. I don't really, you know, the big difference. What's really the big difference from between those two? Marcus All is a little older. I'll say, I don't know, maybe more physical. I don't know. What's what's really the big difference between those two? But I thought that was a good move as well. The Raptors are really going for it, and you know, I don't blame them. The Easts. There's some really good teams in the East. The Bucks also made a move for Nikola Mirotic. I think that's a nice move. If I hope the Bucks can sustain what they're doing in the playoffs. I really do. You know, you got Giannis is balling out. He's been getting better each year. Chris Middleton is a first-time All-Star. Malcolm Brogdon's still there. Mirotic's going to be in the mix now. Mike Budenholzer has been a really, he's done a really fantastic job coaching the Milwaukee Bucks this year. Shout out to the Bucks. And let's talk about a move <laughs> that made me really, really happy. <laughs> so last night, the Wizards finally did it. The damn Washington Wizards. They did something I thought they were not going to do. And it's probably because of John Wall. Because of John Wall, he slipped and fell in his home and he ruptured his Achilles. And the Wizards would have had three bad contracts. Not, I wouldn't say Brad Bill's contract is bad, but let's say two bad contracts. And the Yamahimi contract is bad too. But they would have had a max player who didn't deserve it. A super max player who is going to be out probably all of next year. And then Bradley Bill. But the Washington Wizards finally traded Otto Porter. Oh my goodness. I've been saying this for a long time. Those of you who have been listening to Curry in the Pot, I've been saying this for a while now. And, whoo, they finally did it. They traded Otto Porter last night. Otto Porter was traded for Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis. And they also got a second-round pick uh, in 2023. Not that that really matters, but they got a pick. Traded Otto Porter. <laughs> they did good, man. Jabari Parker could be a free agent after the year as well as Bobby Porter's, but I like the move. You guys got rid of Otto Porter. There really is a guy. So now Otto Porter has gone over to Chicago. Don't really know why the Bulls had interest in him, but <laughs> teach his own. And then we had, oh yeah, by the way, Otto Porter got traded in the middle of warm-ups, which, is, which I thought was quite funny. But we also had a trade with a, where a guy was traded in the middle of a game. And that was Harrison Barnes. He was traded from the Mavericks over to the Sacramento Kings. And I kind of like that move. Harrison, Harrison Barnes doesn't have the best contract. But the Kings have the salary cap space. And the Kings aren't really a destination of free agency for anybody. So, hey, why not pick up another veteran who can catch and shoot? Has a really low-key, down-to-earth personality. Doesn't really say do too much. Can fit right in. And he's a veteran. Something else the Kings could use. And he could shoot the ball, even though he didn't shoot well in the 2016 NBA Finals. But he, he can shoot the ball. So I like that move as well. Wizards also unloaded Marquise Morris. Don't really want to talk about that too much. An interesting move today, as I just said earlier, was the Markel Fault move. And seeing as how I'm from the DMV, there's been a lot of big talk about Markel Fultz. I have my opinions. I don't know if he should have been the first player drafted in his class, but I'm rooting for the guy. As a guy that went to DeMatha, won DeMatha, go Stags. As a guy that went there and had a really good freshman year over at Washington. 
it's just been unfortunate what's been going on with him and his shoulder. And I don't know if it's mental or whatnot. But I'm glad he gets a fresh start in Orlando. Small market. No spotlight. He can just work on his game. And he can just play ball without all the big expectations anymore. I mean, we, we all know he was the number one pick. But I really hope he can... He can find his way in Orlando and get everything going because this is a guy who had, you know, star potential coming out of college. And people were comparing him to the likes of Brandon Roy, who who was an all-star and also went to Washington. And I just hope that I really do hope I'm rooting for you, Mark. I really am. I just thought that was a really interesting move. And the Lakers, they made a couple of moves at the deadline. They made a trade for Pistons guard Reggie Bullock, Carolina guy. Uh, he's been shooting the ball really well this year, averaging 12 points, shooting just over 40% from the three-point line. Like Reggie Bullock, they had to give up my guy Savi, but we need more shooters, so I'll say that. But I was really upset that today they traded my guy Ivica Zubats, a guy I've been watching ever since he came out. He came out the same year as Brandon Ingram. And I've been watching him closely, and he's been doing some good things. I thought they would have got some good value for Zubats because he's been playing really well as of late. Really came on around that Christmas game against the Warriors. Really played well and had a few good games after that. I'm kind of upset that he got traded just for Mike Muscala. Not that Mike Muscala sucks or he's a scrub, but... I mean, I feel like you can get a stretch big, you know, for a cheaper price without giving up Zubats. I, I don't really understand that one. Bit of a head scratcher. And it wasn't like any huge moves. It wasn't wasn't a bunch of huge moves. But I do like, like I said, I like the Tobias Harris move. Marcus saw move is cool as well. I like that Markel Fultz gets a, a fresh start in Orlando. And I love that Otto Porter got traded. Whew. <laughs> I couldn't stand the guy. And Jabari Park is another dude guy coming to D.C. Bobby Portis. I like Bobby Portis as well. And that's really all I got to say for the trade deadline part. And real quick, I want to talk about John Wall. I just talked about him briefly, but uh, my prayers go out to John Wall. If those of you guys, you know me, I've been liking John Wall for a long time, ever since. Ever since that, that Word of God High School hoop mixtape. If you guys haven't seen that still, first of all, slap yourself. Then go on to YouTube and type in John Wall hoop mixtape. You'll see that. And you'll see his his lockout mixtape, which was, oh my goodness. My boy Darius know, know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, I feel really bad for John Wall. The Wizards just have bad luck. And that Supermax deal hasn't even kicked in. And it's, uh, hi, hi, hi. John Wall's going to be making over $40 million next year. Not even going to play. It's just, it's, it sucks being a DC sports fan. I, I don't like every team in DC. Let me clarify. I, what's the word I'm looking for? I support the home teams, okay? I like the, my teams are the Lakers, the Redskins, the Yankees, and the Detroit Red Wings. Not a lot of people know that, but those are my teams. Do support the Nats. I support the Caps, of course. I, I do, I do watch a little hockey here and there. Mainly in the playoffs. Same with baseball. Mainly in the playoffs is when I watch baseball. Or if I'm going to a game at Nats Park, I'll watch. But... It really sucks for those of you who bleed DC teams. Alex Smith is out. He had a very 
a very, you know, disgusting, horrific injury. And prayers out to Alex Smith as well. John Wall is hurt. We know about the RG3 thing a few years ago. It's just tough. It's just tough. We here in the DMV, we go through a lot. To reiterate, I don't, I'm not a fan of the Wizards, but I do go to some of their games. And it's just tough. It just really is tough, but I do wish John Wall the best and a speedy recovery. I hope he's not done. I hope he's not finished, but I hate to say this, but I think he is having another surgery. had surgery last year. I'm not going to count him out, but shout out to John Wall, though, for securing the bag because if he didn't sign that Supermax and this happened, he would be trying to he'd be trying to sign a deal like DeMarcus Cousins where he only got $5 million. And that's all I got to say about John Wall. Let me let me shift gears real quick and talk NFL. Let me talk about the Super Bowl. A lot of people said it was boring. Can I really comment on this? Because we, we had quite a Super Bowl party at my house. Those of you guys that were here, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, Jack Daniels needs to sponsor me. Let me say that. My mom is a Rams fan. She had on a Rams NFC champ shirt. My dad had on a, a Rams Steven Jackson jersey. So I was I was rooting for the Patriots. I was wearing a Patriots hat and I was trolling everyone because pretty much everybody that was at my Super Bowl party was rooting for the Rams besides me and my boy Darius, who's a big Patriots fan. So I had I had a good time. Like I, I mentioned Jack Daniels, not gonna talk too much about Jack Daniels. But a lot of people said the Super Bowl was boring. I liked it. I didn't love it. I know a lot of you guys probably expected a a game like the Patriots Chiefs or Chiefs and Rams. But I didn't think it was going to be like that. I didn't think it was going to be 13-3. I thought it would be like a 24-13 game or 21-10 type game. I had New England winning. Just didn't see the Patriots losing a second consecutive Super Bowl. Sean McVay is a second-year head coach. He was outcoached by Bill Belichick, the mastermind himself, the OG. And, you know, they had no answer for Julian Edelman. Uh, people that are saying, let me let me say this. People that are saying Julian Edelman should be Hall of Fame. No, he should not. Uh, he has numbers with the likes of Dwayne Bowe, Miles Austin, and Braylon Edwards. And we don't even talk about those guys going to the Hall of Fame. Enough said about that. But final score, 13-3. Shout out to the Patriots. Me, Jalen, B. Jones, Zeke, we all counted them out. They made it to the promised land. Had some, uh, we also had the awards. We had uh, Patrick LeVon Mahomes II, my guy, winning MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Matt Nagy winning Coach of the Year. Saquon Barkley winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Aaron Donald winning Defensive Player of the Year. Darius Leonard, I believe, won Defensive Rookie of the Year. So we had some good awards uh, about the Super Bowl, the commercials. My favorite was the NFL 100 commercial. We had all the great legends in there. You had sprinkle in some Derwin James. Jalen Ramsey was there. Uh, Odell, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. I really liked that commercial. It was a fun commercial. The Dominican Sue. It was, it's a really good commercial. Really fun. Had to watch it a couple of times. But, yeah, Super Bowl was cool over on this end, over at the Curry Residence. We had a good time, good Super Bowl party, and wow, I don't know when the next time I'm going to talk NFL, 
I don't I don't know. I don't know when the next time we'll talk NFL. Cause it's a little slow. Obviously you're gonna have free agency, combine, drafts, you know, my draft preview, but that's gonna be for a while. Oh, we do got NBA after the All-Star breaks, things are gonna get really serious. Uh, let me talk All-Stars real quick. I, I, I did agree with everyone who got chosen for the All-Star team. Uh, except for LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, he's been playing good, but not a big fan of him. And I thought maybe they could have gave the nod to Tobias Harris or Luka Dantage. I really think Luka Dantage got robbed. I know the Mavericks don't have the best record, but Luka Dantage has been doing st- stuff that we haven't seen in quite some time. That kid is special. I think he should have been in it as a rookie. I think he should have made the team. But we do got the draft coming up tonight, I think. Uh, Kyrie's going to end up on LeBron's team. Giannis probably will pick up Chris Middleton since that's his teammate. But I don't know. I really don't know what to expect. I mean, hopefully All-Star Weekend is fun and exciting. But I don't really know too much to expect from that All-Star draft. And that's just about it. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for all the love and support. It's been a while since I checked in. And then an episode by myself. I had Jalen last week. If you missed that episode, go check that one out. Had uh, the Roundtable podcast. Me, B. Jones, Jalen, and Zeke. If you missed that one, go check that out. Had B. Jones on there too. Just me and him. But if you missed any episode, go check them out. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes Podcast. Go check me out, man. Thank you guys for the love and the constant support. I got some things that I'm cooking up. Got some got some big, major, major things that I'm cooking up. And uh, just stay tuned for that. One last time, I want to thank everybody for listening. Mike Curry is signing out. Episode number 76 is done. Peace. <laughs>